This is El Paisano Media, and you're listening to EPM Network. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Garage Sports Talk. Uh, today, we're going to be covering a lot of news in the NFL, some NBA injuries and MVP odds, a recap of March Madness, and a new segment called Winners and Losers of the Week. So uh, let's get started. Uh, NFL has been pretty crazy. Uh, it's all about f- uh, free agency right now. Teams trying to pick up big names, trying to fill in rosters, just trying to get some depth. And I think it's pretty fair to say that the New England Patriots are the winner so far this offseason. Would you say so? Um, yeah, I mean, they addressed a lot of stuff. They they uh, went back to the offensive scheme they liked doing, which is the double tight sets, much like how they did with like Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Um, and plus, I like Cam Newton. Cam Newton really likes throwing to his tight ends. And he's kind of cannon on him, so I think it's good that they got, what's his name, that they got Aguilar. John Smith, uh, Hunter Henry, the two tight ends. Nelson Aguilar. Um, I think they could get another wide out, though. Maybe they should they, get another one, because Kanihil Neri still needs to come into his own. Maybe they'll use that first-round pick on a wide out. I think that would probably be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, those are their new offensive weapons. Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry. Both have tremendous upside. Nelson Aguilar pretty much revived his career with the Raiders. Um, you know, Philadelphia fans were bashing on him, saying that he's trash and all that. He's good. I'm glad that he's, like, you know, yeah. proving all the haters wrong. So he's good. That's good he has another job. Oh, they also picked up Trent Brown, offensive tackle oh, from the yeah. Raiders, which is really good for Cam Newton, give him the extra protection. Hopefully he doesn't run as much this season. I don't I think, want that. Just dink and dunk. Yeah, because I already said his downfield accuracy is pretty garbage. It's it could be better, but you're right. I think if you work the short game with them, it's a pretty solid team, especially with adding a new left tackle. Just short the game. Just have him be a distributor, and then like occasionally when, they're when he's distributing the ball well and they're able to run the ball well with the running backs, then have him do a little read option or RPO peak or something. Do you think their defense is gonna be like one of the best in the league again? No, because they get back Kyle Van Noy, Dante Hightower's back. They also get back I think a few D linemen. I'd like because they, they get, opted like, out. I would like them to get, like, a good edge rusher, like a speed guy. So if they do that, would you say that they're elite again? I guess they have Matthew Judon, but they would they would need another one. Oh, yeah, one. Judon, too. They need right. another one. Their DBs, they lost a few DBs, too, right? They lost mm-hmm. Chung, I think. Chung retired. Chung's pretty good. I like Chung. Chung's a good, like, uh, like nickel linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's really good. And He's you said they might lose Gilmore? I don't think they're going to trade him. They, they shouldn't. Yeah. If they do, they better get a first-round pick. If they don't, then it's kind of dumb to trade them. Do you think this offseason move, like, justifies the argument that Bill Belichick is a GOAT? Cause, I think he's always a GOAT. I mean, like... I think... Because we've, we've talked about this, that we think Tom Brady gets too much credit. Yeah. Especially, you know, going to the Bucks. I'm like, that team was already well-established. Like, let's they face just it, you only... Quarterback. You just brought on other defensive players because you went there and, like, oh, yeah. they're on, like, ring chase, if you want to say. But... 
like I just remember waking up every morning and like putting on like sports debate shows like NFL Network or ESPN. There's always or, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick. Yeah, too. and people were just dragging Bill Belichick through the dirt, yeah. saying that you know maybe he relied on Tom Brady too much. But like obviously we see that he has an eye for talent. He knows how to build a roster. Like, I think for a long time this is just my personal opinion. I feel like Bill Belichick felt like. You know, like, there's the memes on the internet that he picks up guys at Walmart. Yeah. Stuff like that. I feel like for the longest time, he felt like he could make nobodies into somebodies with, the like, the right scheme or taking advantage of their, their like, specific abilities. Right. But then also there's times where you gotta go, you gotta go blow a bag to go get some stars. Right. Whether it's, like, a, like, a Cam Newton or getting a, like, a, like, talent. You gotta, you gotta spend money sometimes. You can't always... Well, Cam Newton didn't take a big exactly, though, money. but you know what I mean. Yeah, so you gotta spend money regardless. You can't just be getting Walmart guys and seventh round picks. Like sometimes you gotta go out and spend some money to get some wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other uh, news and free agency. Arizona Cardinals pick up AJ Green. Uh, I think we both agree that we think he's kind of washed. He also didn't like his attitude back in Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, he was, like, throwing... Like, he wasn't happy with He was kind of throwing tantrums. I thought it was kind of uncharacteristic of him. I guess he's been in that situation long enough that he reached his melting point, but you got to help out Joe Burrow, man. Yeah. Um, are you tired of the Cardinals hype? I mean, you are a Rams fan, and, you know, Cardinals are in your division. No, not really. I mean, um, I have really no quarrel with the Cardinals. Like, I think, though, that the hype is a little annoying, but, I mean, they... They, I think they have more upside than, like, the Seahawks do right now at this point. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, I would like to see them be good and the Seahawks suck. I don't like 49er hype. Did we address the Bears trade or potential trade last episode? No. I, Should uh, we? I, I, think, I don't know. I don't think Honestly, we did. I think they could have got Wilson if they threw Mac in there. What was it? It three first-round picks, two starters. I think it was one. three first-round picks. I think they offered Akeem Hicks and Kyle Fuller. Wow. Why would they say no to that? I think if you threw in Mac, yeah. I would have said yeah. That would have been a perfect. I would have too. Because Pete Carroll's... Loves the defense. Yep. Yeah. He wants the defense and to run the ball. So is your hot take that the Seahawks lost? Yeah. Because now they're having a quarterback that doesn't want to be there and doesn't feel appreciated. It's very much similar to Deshaun I mean, Why doesn't he just restructure his contract? Like if Russell Wilson's such a nice guy, there's another hot take. If he's such a team captain, take a pay cut. I don't think they should have him the money. I feel like the only teams, I guess because he sees maybe that team as not being in the, like, the, how to put it, like the potential area or... The contenders anymore? The contender. He doesn't see them maybe as a contender because of all the pieces that they need, but he's maybe like, why would I give you my guaranteed money back? Right. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. That's why, like... Tyreek Hill, maybe not. I guess you get paid what you get paid. Don't give me yeah. that money if later on you're going to be like, hey, give me it back. Right. But yeah, I, I like the Cardinals. I like Kyle Murray personally. So I think the Cardinals yeah. being competitive and the division being competitive is fun because yeah. when we win it, it's like, oh, we won the best division in the NFL. Right. Oh, you guys are, yeah, the NFC West? I think the NFC West is the best division. Probably. Maybe the next Rams, to... The Rams, the Cardinals. Maybe next to the the new NFC, AFC East. Yeah, that's safe to say. Or, I think, I always like the NFC, 
I mean, the AFC North, like the Bengals, the Steelers, I feel like that's always competitive regardless. Oh, yeah, because they hate each other. Regardless of how good all the teams are. But I'd say we have the best division, so if the division gets better and we still able to win it, then mm. I think that looks good for us. Um, some other wide receiver that was on the move was Sammy Watkins, a former Kansas City wide receiver. He's now with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you like that move because obviously you're, you're a Lamar Jackson fanboy. Yeah, uh, I think it's good. I think they could go get another wideout. I think it kind of sucks, though, that, I mean, you do hear that they're, like, in the talks to get, like, T.Y. or get Juju, and they don't want to go there. I think that's mostly just because they run the ball a lot, that it's, like, like if I'm going to take a one-year deal to just be a run blocker, like, it's not really worth it to go there. All right. All right, so here's my question to you, because you already know where I stand. If Lamar still doesn't do good with a new with Sammy Watkins and you know Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown, I think he needs thought? another wideout. On... Oh, I think he needs another wideout. Sammy Watkins isn't oh Juju, God. or I think Juju's better than Sammy Watkins to be honest. Nope. Yeah. Oh well, Juju resigned with Pittsburgh. Yeah. While we're on that, I think Ty is better than Sammy Watkins. Oh, obviously, I would yeah. choose T.Y. over Sammy Watkins any day. I like Sammy Watkins, though. He's a good wide up. He's fast, and he's tall. He's another wide receiver that proved his worth. He gets hurt a lot, though. Yeah. He, he's a little injury-prone. Um, I don't really think it's Lamar Jackson. Like, obviously, he could play better, but it's a very run-heavy scheme. Mm-hmm. If they were able to run good, usually the teams that run good, like a, like a Kyle Shanahan offense where they just run play action like just do that with Lamar because he could he could hit those 15 20 yard over the middle passes especially if you have tight ends because that's where the tight ends really take advantage of is the you run the ball so good that when you do the play action you just tight end pop well let's speak on that San Francisco oh crazy blockbuster trade um who would you say the winner is? Well, let, let's recap that trade. Do you remember exactly who it was? I think was? it was they traded. The Dolphins had the third pick, so they traded for that third pick. I think the Dolphins traded their pick with Philly to go to 12. Mm-hmm. And now Philly chooses at 6. So maybe Philly's looking to get a top wideout or maybe get a lineman or something. Because it looks like they, they need wideouts. I think if... I think, like, we were talking earlier before, like... With Joe Burrow trying to get his teammate Jamar Chase. Like, if you're not going to get him a lineman or good lineman, then have him someone that he could throw the ball to if he's going to get killed. Mm. So it's not like he's holding the ball and no one's open. Like, at least this guy's going to get open. Yeah, so Miami traded their number three overall pick to San Francisco for the number 12 pick. Oh, wow. San Francisco, actually. They gave up, like, two future yeah. first-round picks. So they gave that. up the number 12 overall pick in this coming draft, the a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2022 third-round pick, and a 2023 The Dolphins got pick. picks to burn, so I think the Dolphins won that. Yeah. Because they just got more picks. Dolphins have really trended around as a whole organization. I think they used to be kind of like, you know... I think they shouldn't have quit Kyle Vannoy, but... I think they paid him a little too much yeah. money, too. So I, I guess it's good that they admitted that they kind of messed up. Yeah. I but mean, obviously, I think we talked about that. Like, Brian Flores didn't want to get rid of Calvano. Yeah, I, mean, Cal- I feel like that was probably... KVN yeah. came to the Dolphins to play for Flores. Yeah, that was kind of above maybe both of their paid grades. So it was just like, hey, he's got to go. But so San Francisco takes a, takes a quarterback? A uh, I think they take, they're taking an L by doing all that. Jimmy G isn't good. Can we just say yeah, that? Yeah, that's why they got him he, he needs. He's really good at handing off he's the like ball. He's like Jared Goff. I think I take Jared Goff over him. Still. I think I take Jared Goff too, but they're very similar. Everything has to be perfect, otherwise they're gonna. It's like Lamar, everything has to be perfect for him. 
Well, Lamar can move, though. So Lamar takes advantage of everything not being perfect by him being able to run faster than anybody on the t- field. I'll give you that. Being a quarterback. Yeah. Miami's just really stacking up on... So that picks. means they're not taking a quarterback. So, yeah, that means they're going to... Tra- they well, like they have they, the number 12 pick. They feel like they could get a wideout or whatever position they need later. They could use another wideout. I think they should get the Slim Reaper. I think he'll be gone by 12. I don't think so. Devontae Smith won't be gone by 12. It's not a big wide receiver draft like that. Mm. Who is it? Like, I think quarterbacks? Actually, is it quarterbacks and like yeah, linemen? Yeah, everyone's drooling over the quarterbacks. I really think the best... There's only two for sure good quarterbacks in the draft, in my opinion. Fields and Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. I mm. feel like it's a reach on Zach Wilson. I feel like it's Zach it's Wilson. It's looking like Trevor Lawrence might go to the Jags. Oh, he's for sure. He's the he's number one pick, bro. Well, because you know how Urban Meyer is the new head coach for the Jaguars, and people yeah. are like, oh, well, he might go Justin Fields, you know, both no, Ohio no. State people. He has no connection to Justin Fields. He Just, wasn't the coach when he was uh, no. got recruited? Justin Fields is on Georgia. So mm-hmm. Justin Fields was recruited by the Ryan Day head coach. Oh, I see. So that's his guy. Right. Um, yeah. What do you think about that uh, BYU quarterback that's making headlines now? Is that from BYU? Yeah, Zach Wilson. I feel like... Zach Wilson? I don't know. We his... talked about this. His pro day was actually kind of insane. I watched it. I don't really get all drooling over pro days. I don't go, I don't go drooling over pro days too, but like he purposefully ran these drills where like he has to throw out of the pocket, like almost like game throws. Yeah. Everyone and... wants to look like Mahomes. But yeah, I think if he's good... It's because he's a baseball player too, like yeah. Mahomes. I feel like if he's good, he'll be like... What's his name? Like, uh, Josh Allen will probably be, like, his comp or play style. Mm. I think, though, he's going to the Jets, though. The Jets haven't been good. Like, maybe that 49ers coach will turn it around, but if I'm that guy, I'm looking at Sam Darnold. Like, that's literally the same team you were on, bro. Yeah. So maybe this guy's a lot better, and he's going to make something out of nothing that Sam Darnold isn't able to do, but Sam Darnold wasn't helped out very much by that team. That's true. I mean, I did think Sam Darnold got a lot of hype just because he's from an SC quarterback, and it's been a while since a USC quarterback's been, like, really good. And I mean, like, me being a Texas fan yeah. aside, I still don't think he was that good even at SC. I thought he was totally overhyped. I thought he was pretty good. I, I feel like he made a lot of plays. He was very, like, uh, spontaneous. I think, though, he benefited, benefited from that SC team to kind of being, like, they recruited the SC team really good because it was like Juju. There was a lot of talent. Right. Um, I feel like, for personally, I feel like the Colts should have got... Should have got... Um, Drafted a quarterback? No, they should have got Sam, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold? I would have yeah. took Sam Darnold instead of Carson Wentz. Most definitely. I feel like Sam Just because he's just younger and you probably just have more upside. Even I though I do not think Sam Darnold's good. I feel like Sam Darnold could end up on the Niners still. That could happen. I feel like that'll happen and they'll take like a wide out for... An alignment. Right. Because they re-signed Trent Williams, so maybe they get the organ tackle and they make him a right tackle and then they have... Oh, no, wait, actually, they have Mike Glitch. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They'll probably get a quarterback, though, it looks like. Can okay. we talk about the NFC East real quick? Oh, I feel like Sam Darnold should go to him on the... All right. Not the... Oh, well... You gotta f- make me bleep it out, dude. The football You're team. You're messing up my editing. I gotta bleep that out. The football team. Uh, anyways. Sorry, they've been the, the, the Washington team for the so Was- long. The Washington team. Um, anyways, NFC East. I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan. 
Man, the Giants loaded up on weapons. They got Kenny Galladay, who surprisingly finally got on the team really late. Kyle Rudolph. Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph. And I've already said that Kyle Rudolph on the Vikings always beat my Cowboys. If Saquon's come back healthy. Dory Jackson. Did they pick up another really good corner? What's his name? I don't think so. I think it was Jabril. Oh, no. He's been on that team for a while. I think this is his Oh, they're talking about Jabril and Dory being on the same team. And then, of course, sports social media was blowing it up, showing their college College. highlights. Not even showing their professional highlights. And I, I think... Try not to be a USC hater, but I didn't think Godoy was all that special in college either. Who have they signed? But yeah. Oh, and then Washington. They got a nice little quarterback battle going on over there. I think both of those guys are... Heineke and... Just overhyped. They're like... And Fitzmagic. They're just cool guys. So people like them, but they're not like... I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is good. Uh, he's like a... He's a relief pitcher to me. Or we talked about, or well, before the podcast, we even started, we've talked about this. And um, I thought Fitz, you know, Fitz Magic carried the Dolphins last season because Tua just wasn't getting it done. You know, like we watched that crazy upset against the Raiders last season when Fitz Magic yeah, comes in they, for the fourth they, and he um, just comes in and wins. Like, I, like a, anywhere he goes, the teams, like the players, they, they just rally, like, around, they rally him. around him. They like being around him. He's a captain. You know, he plays gutsy, like, leaves leaves it all out there on the field. And, like, he could win games. And, yeah, he could lose you games, too. But it's, I think it's most important that you have a backup that can win games. And he could win games. And, like I said, like, if you have the team around you and he just plays with all his heart, I why not play with that guy? And I understand that Heineke had that really good game against the Tampa Bay during the playoffs last season, too. He played balls out. The team rallied around him. And, like, you know, people were all tweeting, like, oh, Heineke, what a I beast and all that. Like, I don't know what pick the Reds, the football team has, but I feel like they do need a quarterback. That team is a good quarterback away. I, I would like Fields on that team. Who? Fields. Justin Fields. Oh. I really think the football team should have Kevin in when he was available. Yeah. I don't think Ron, I don't know why Ron Rivera didn't get him. I know that was kind of I would have felt a little slightly disrespected from Cam Newton, cause that's my guy. I think it's cause he had you know. What's his name? Dwayne Haskins. I've I don't know he's not good. I th- I like him on the Steelers though. Yeah. Cause that's a that's a that's like a football factory. They're gonna turn him into a hopefully well, we'll a, an intelligent football team. A football I player. mean. The whole culture of Pittsburgh's kind of changing with like Juju and Chase Claypool on there. Want oh like on TikTok and social media. I guess they're young kids though. I understand. I mean, just because like you know, Pittsburgh is just like a hardworking town. I think Pittsburgh is is a, a football town, and then you have all these you know TikTok stars on the football team, and it makes people you know it rubs people the wrong way, especially like, for that city. No, yeah, I feel I feel like though Pittsburgh's kind of. Uh... Like a dysfunctional but functional place because of like Big Ben, to be honest with you. He's not a model citizen either, to be that, honest. That and like every year that they that he doesn't do good, he like whines and is like, I don't think I'm gonna come back. I think we've talked about this too. Like he always like teases retirement and then he comes back. Yeah, I don't like Big Ben. And they're paying him a bunch of money and he always teases that he's not coming back. And then he's like, Oh, I'm coming well, back. We're kind of like straying off. Let me just. We'll end it with this as far as NFL news. Um, Drew Brees, he retired. Hi. Uh, 
Man, I think he's number one in passing yards, number two in passing touchdowns. The dude's elite. One Super Bowl, though. What are your thoughts? Where does he rank among the GOAT conversation of quarterbacks? Top 10. Top 10? Yeah, maybe 15. Here's my question. Like, so we just retired. Obviously, we're going to celebrate him. Just maybe in a few years, I could see this conversation coming up. You have Sean Payton, another really good head coach. You have... Drew Brees, the top 10 quarterback of all time. And he only won one Super Bowl? Eventually, that conversation is going to come up. And, oh, yeah, I, and sure. I it's, think, it's already here. And I think people will start discrediting Brees. And obviously, you know, he's been having to play against Tom Brady. I feel like he time. gets discredited because he's not as talented as like, um, like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it could be like, despite his him not being physically as a quarterback one is in the NFL, he was able to still do all these things. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't think that argument works either. The same could be said for Aaron Rodgers. Even though he's, prob- he's, he's probably just, the most gifted quarterback ever to play I the game. Like Br- only Br- one Super Bowl. Yeah. And, like, you know. Russell Wilson, too. Well, Russell Wilson's kind of... The Seahawks have been a little dysfunctional, though. Yeah. Like, throwing the ball at the one-yard line when... Beast mode is running through everybody's mouths and faces, like. You know what I mean, but so, yeah. I feel like Breeze just isn't a, doesn't really maybe get as much sign because he isn't a personality like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Mahomes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's kind of very like, uh, in between the lines and. Just a hardworking man. Like you never see him screaming at people like Brady and Peyton Manning or you know what I mean? Yeah. Or. Rogers. I think he's better than Peyton Manning, despite Peyton Manning Super Bowls. I'd rather have Drew Brees than Peyton. It could be because I, you know, I, think, I was watching Peyton Manning in his twilight of his career, but I never thought he was super spectacular. Like people talk up, talk him up a lot. I personally prefer Brees over him. I don't know how you feel about that. I have Breeze maybe top five if he keeps holding onto these records. If Brady doesn't surpass him, because he keeps Breeze is top five. So who's your top five? No order. No order. Brady, Breeze, Marino. That's three. <sighs> People. Rogers and then Rogers. Favre. Yeah. I think Favre will pick turn the ball over too much. That's what butts him out. Hmm. Maybe Roger Staubach. Oh, Joe Montana. I'm sorry. I forgot to put him on the list. Roger Staubach. Yeah, sorry. Rephrase that. Aaron Rodgers, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Drew Brees. As a Cowboy fan, why is Troy Aikman so disrespected in those conversations? Because he had Emmitt Smith. Greatest running back of all time. That might be biased. I know people want to say Barry Sanders is the greatest, but... You're Troy Aikman and you had Emmett Smith, a great, you know, the NFL leading rusher as yeah, your running Joe back. Joe Montana had the best offensive coach in the NFL ever, regardless. If you're going to say that. I guess. They literally had the same career, if you look at it. They both got three Super Bowls. They were both carried by great teams all around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's they both just... had the, one of the, the best wideouts in the NFL ever. 
Michael Irvin? I'd say he's like top five wide out ever. Uh, most people don't have him up there. I'd say top five. I'd say like Jerry Rice. I, Randy Moss, I thank you for that, but I don't. Julio. I don't have him at top five. I think he's disrespected as a wide out. He is. I agree. I don't know. It happens. I think. But yeah, I have, like, I have. I have Breeze at top five. I feel like he's not maybe as physically gifted as like Randy Moss, but he's a top five. Randy Moss just runs a go route, whereas, mm-hmm. I mean, I love Randy Moss, but he just runs post and a go. You can't stop it, but... I never really got the Randy Moss hype either, but... Michael Irvin runs over the middle. He takes all of those slants. crazy slants during the era of spearhead football. Right. Just a football player. Um. Yeah, I would say Breeze is probably, like, top 10. I wouldn't say top 5. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, we're going to go over to NBA news now. Um... Pretty sad day for the NBA. A lot of injuries. Uh, first of all, LeBron James, high ankle sprain. Um, people are really trying to debate that that if that was a dirty play or not. Obviously, it wasn't. No, he just. I feel like he probably hurt himself by like by his, pursuing the ball. I think just by his maybe his weird reaction. It looked very like floppish. Not floppish, but yeah. I mean, all right. Anyways, yeah. So LeBron James gets injured. Bad news for the Lakers, Anthony Davis. There's still no timetable when he's going to come back either. And I think I've said LeBron James is probably the closest thing to Superman that we have right now in sports. He definitely won't take the max amount of time it takes to come back from this injury. I think he'll come back maybe a week or two sooner. Maybe not because of his age. So it's going to be real interesting to see how that happens for the Lakers. And then, and that also ruins his MVP odds because I know he's really NBA is really trying to give him one. Oh. I feel like they're just going to give it to Harden, though. I don't think that's going to happen still. Mm. Oh, well, Steph Curry, his MVP odds got ruined, too. Hurt his tailbone. Out for a little oh, bit yeah, right now. Feel, I feel like he got hurt, too, by, by reacting to it. Yeah. I think if he just like let himself like fall, I think he would have been all right. But, yeah. Um, and Beats still out. I feel like they got to do something, maybe, to the, like, the wood floor, the basketball thing. Like, make it, like... Cushioning, a yeah, bit. or something. Yeah. So, who is I leaving the MVP race? Joker, Harden. Dame Time, Harden. Harden's really pushing that narrative that he should be. He'll probably get it. I don't think he will, because I think we did talk about this that it's because he's on the Nets, and on this sort of super team that they're gonna overlook him. It's like, well, obviously you're putting up monster stats because look at the team that surrounds you. Because the Nets already had a good supporting cast before they got KD and Kyrie. I guess. I think it's just crazy how hard it ended up on that team. I mean, the like we were talking before, too. Like, them getting Blake Griffin and Aldridge. Like, those guys are kind of old. Well, yeah, let's speak on that. So, this whole super team thing. Yeah, Blake Griffin. I think Marcus the tr- Aldridge. The true super team, the definition, is four all-stars on one starting... Five all-stars on a starting lineup. Okay. The Warriors. Like, I mean, they've got three all-stars. So, you need... so. The, the starting five need to be All-Stars. Yep, that's a super team. So that's not the Nets. Team. I don't think the Nets are a super team. Hmm. I think they're a super team because maybe they have the big three, but big threes have always been a thing. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Rodman, KG, Ray Paul Allen, Pierce. Paul Pierce. Yeah. I guess you could say Harden, Durant, and Westbrook, but yeah. they're very young in their careers. No, but they're still big three. I'll give you that. Um. What? San Did Kobe Antonio. ever have a big three? Uh, Kobe, Shaq. Really. I think Kobe's the only... Really Kobe good. and that Shaq was a duo. Was a duo. Um, think of the Spurs, you have Ginobili. But Park. those guys weren't really superstars. They were just really good players. Like You know what I mean? 
they're, they're dominant. Gonna, they're going to be regarded as greats yeah. by the time. Yeah. No, they're Hall of Famers, but, but it's Tim not Duncan, like, yeah, Tony Parker, Monty Ginobili. Uh, but you know what I mean? Big threes have always been the thing, but super team is the Golden State Warriors during those runs. Because what, it was KD, Green, Iguodala. Here's, can I, can I speak on that real quick? Because I hate people trying to bash the Warriors, and obviously I hated the Warriors too because they kept on winning. Nobody likes it when you know, there's like a really good team Making, and they just can't get yeah, beaten. Yeah, I mean, when it's monopolized. Here's my defense for the Warriors back then. Is they drafted most of these guys. Oh, yeah. Like the Draymond, only... Clay, Steph. Yeah. Like they were already established. And now you're getting mad at them that they're probably the best of the best in the league. And sure, they picked well, they up really good they didn't, need, they didn't need KD. KD right. was like a Ferrari. Despite that. Yeah. Despite that. But I'm they saying, drafted Andre Iguodala and all these other guys that they just picked up. They that were just in-house. a really good like in-house yeah. team. They picked up free agents. They drafted well. And like you just getting mad that they just did the game better than you and they're better than your favorite team. Yeah. I understand why people get mad about KD adding, you know, so, it's just adding I don't really weapons. think the, the Nets are that much of a super team. Because they're adding washed people? Is that what makes them not a super team? They're adding, like, players that maybe aren't as good as they used to be. I don't like the T's with wash. But I think they're adding players that aren't as good as they used to be, like Blake Griffin, Aldridge, and, like, don't they have Jeff Green too? Like players to kind of round round out yeah. what their superstars aren't able to do. You know what I mean? Right. So well, here's the because you know how they they traded a lot of like Chris Levert is like on other teams and yeah, all they that. Younger, do they still have? Dinner? They don't really. Yeah, I think they do. Oh, okay. I was. Yeah, he is good. Um, they like lost all their rotation players, so they, it's kind of like them trying to build a bench again. And it just so happens that, that they're getting big these, man because they traded away all their big. Their good. Jared Allen, man. yeah. So yeah, I don't really. They them. needed that. That was a big loss. They for them. picked up everything that they traded away to get their, their, their superstars. Right. So I don't really see this as a super team, because I still feel like the Lakers healthy could probably beat them, or the Lakers even with their players injured but back could beat them, or even the Clippers could beat them. Honestly. Now you're just sounding like a fan to me. No. I'm sorry, but that just that just sounds like a LA fan talk at that point. No. I mean, it, I may come across as that, but it looks like all these teams are trying to gear up and get ready for war because LeBron and AD. Or I don't like that. Con- I don't like that either. I don't like it's like oh, all this to beat a thirty-six-year-old. Like, dude, they're building a team to win. They're building a team to win, but who just won it? Yeah, but I don't like. I think you should always come into the season like, hey, we came here to win. Like, I saw some like, oh, man, I sports social media really gets on my nerves. So I saw this post about like, oh my god, like teams have been trying to beat LeBron since twenty ten. I'm like, that's not true, cause like if you, like the Mavericks weren't built to beat LeBron, they just beat him, cause there was a well established team, stuff like that. Like I'm just thinking of like in the Spurs, they weren't built to beat LeBron, they're just a really good well built team. Oh, well, I think so. Like this whole that, argument, this whole I argument think... that teams are being built to beat LeBron, I don't. And this is like me trying not to be a LeBron hater, like. And not trying to give him credit, because obviously he does deserve the credit for the things he's done. Like, not everything needs to be built to stop this dude, because, in, like, I think the most recent team that I think the most made recent, to beat... To, re, there's recent teams, but those teams yeah. those teams were just teams that were put together. I'm talking about very recent. Won. I'm not even talking about early 2010s. I'm talking about very recent, like, maybe last two years. The teams that were built to be LeBron were the Clippers last season. Yeah. And I'm forgetting one. 
I blanked on it. I think the Warriors. The Warriors didn't need LeBron. I mean, didn't need KD. Sure, they, we'll give them that. They added KD because they needed an extra scorer because LeBron was just scoring more points than all yeah. of their guys combined. But that, like that, would, those would say those are the only, only teams recently, that were built to beat LeBron. Only so this whole narrative that teams are trying to build teams to beat LeBron only is recently, stupid. Only as he got older, they were getting built because they were still getting beat by him, and it was just him and maybe Kyrie. Yeah. And even Kyrie was injured most of those series that he was in where he was winning and still. Alright. That's fair. Um, but those other teams, like the Thunder, those teams just magically happened to get there. Yeah. The Mavericks magically happened to get there. The Spurs, those multiple years, magically just happened to get there. Because the Spurs ain't looking to beat anyone. No. They're just picking people up and just playing. Yeah. But all those other teams, they're trying to beat LeBron. Alright. That's fair. Um, oh yeah, your boy, Lamelo Ball, fractured his wrist. Yeah. Mm. That's tough. He was having a pretty electric season. I think that Edwards guy, though, he's rookie. Anthony Edwards is really nice. He's rookie of the year. He can shoot, he can dunk. Do you think he would have won it if Lamelo stayed healthy, still? No. So are you happy that Edwards is getting it, then? Yeah, because I think it's rightfully deserved. Okay. Sounds good. I think Melo would have just wanted because, or Lamelo would have wanted because, like, is he the number one pick? No, that Edwards guy yeah, is, huh? Edwards was. Well, because he's on the Hornets. He's a ball brother. Drafted by Michael Jordan. Drafted by Michael Jordan. I would like to see Lonzo on the Hornets. That'd be fun. Let's go to the Knicks. I think he should go to the Hornets. He's I love good, the way the Knicks are playing right now. He's a They're good just basketball. battling right He's now. a good basketball player. He's very smart. Yeah. I think he needs a jump shot, though. Um, and his shooting is it's, still pretty good. He's always a pass first. Like, yeah. I think someone compared him to Rondo. Like, not the best shooter, but yeah. gets his team involved, can play scrappy defense. Yeah, Rondo's a good call. Um, what else? Magic Johnson said he has the best basketball IQ he's ever seen. I think Rondo right now has the best basketball IQ. Well, speaking of Rondo... Rondo so CP3. Speaking of Rondo, uh, trade just happened. He's on um, the Clippers now. Yeah, he's on the Clippers now. But so the that Clippers, team right now is the Clip, to be LeBron. And the Clippers... The Clippers lost uh, Lou Will, who's a reliable scorer, six man of the year, probably the greatest six man. They needed a solid point guard though. Yeah, because I think Patrick Beverly's pretty garbage. Patrick Beverly, I've said this before too. He's who, Rondo is who Patrick Beverly thinks he, he is. Plays like yeah, yeah, he's not offensive minded because that's what Kawhi needs. That's what Kawhi and PG need. They need a point guard that they can distribute and facilitate. Exactly. So honestly, like if they still had, if the Clippers still had CP three, they'd want to ring. Oh, right now? Yeah. Most definitely, yeah. Because yeah. we already see the way CP3 elevated the Suns. They elevated OKC, too. CP3... They want to ring, because I think CP3 and Rondo are kind of the same person, really, too. Right. The same play style, same personality, like Rondo. Yeah. Like, how I say, like, Patrick Beverly thinks Rondo's who he thinks he is and stuff. Yeah. Like, Rondo will sock people in the face. Like, Rondo's yeah. dirty. Yeah. Rondo's a... Rondo will give it He's time. about it, yeah. Yeah. He's gonna... About that action, boss. Whereas I yeah. feel like Patrick Beverly's kind of, like... He's putting on a facade, yeah. yeah. I mean, remember Russell Westbrook? Like, he yeah. tricked off to play, to thinking that he plays defense? Yeah, he's just hacking. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I felt like, like that Clippers team now this year is built to beat LeBron. The previous season was made to build, beat LeBron. I don't know about this season. Because they season lost Montrez, and they pick up Serge Ibaka, which makes sense. Yeah, but Montrez, I thought was bad mailing the Clippers. Well, he's not, well, let's transition to your Lakers now. 
Montrez isn't doing too hot. You guys really, all you Laker fans are just bashing on Marcus Gasol, saying that he isn't living up to his expectations. Uh, and then, I think that's because he's a Gasol up, brother. And then you guys picked up Andre Drummond. How does that make you feel? Because obviously I love seeing you Laker fans get mad. They're getting a rebounder. They need rebounding. But yeah, you also need shooting. Yeah. I feel like we should have got... I feel like really they should have went all in to try and get Bradley Beal out of Washington. Mm. That probably wouldn't have happened, but they should have done what they could have done. Yeah. If yeah. that meant giving Kuzma, Pope, and... Even Schroeder. They didn't need Schroeder. Yeah, kind of. If they lost Rondo, you should. I guess. Should have just paid Rondo. Yeah. I think Rondo really carried in the finals. He did. His, his That's when the veteran... Yeah. Steps up, really. It's always in the postseason. Yeah, so they should have got him. Him being hurt all year, that's fine. Just win us the ring and the championship. But yeah, they should have kept Rondo, tried to get Bradley Bill. However, whatever that would have took. I like the pick of a drama, though. Because he's, he's, he's probably, they're probably thinking that he's going to do what Marcus Hall isn't doing. You know what I mean? Right. Well, just play defense and get rebounds. He's not a really good shooter, is he? I don't, not really, no. Right? He's the rebounder. Mm-hmm. And then that's also what they're missing from what's it called? From Anthony Davis being injured. I like Montrezl Harrell, though. I like I like the way he plays. He's doing whatever right now for you guys, though, too. That's all right. Basketball's a long season. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, There's going right. to be inconsistencies. Well, let's uh, transition over to March Madness. Safe to say it's been pretty... Pretty fire this past season, this past March. First of all, it's great to have March Madness back. You know, it was crazy. You know, pandemic shut it down last season. We couldn't even get a game in. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and just give a quick recap of what's happened. So we're Sweet 16 um, already happened. Uh, quick recap on that. So North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, and Duke. This is the first time they haven't made the Sweet 16 since 1979. Um, obviously, those are basketball schools, so like seeing them blue not bloods. make it. We have the, all the Blue Bloods not make it. That's pretty crazy. Um, personally, I like it when teams that are supposed to supposed to make it don't make it. Like Everyone loves it when Alabama everyone loses in college dog. football. Yeah. So obviously, everyone loves it when UNC, Kansas, Kentucky don't make it. Or Duke, because people love to hate on Duke anyways. So that's pretty sick. And then nine double-digit seats... Uh, out of the first round, that's pretty insane. Nine double digit seeds making it, and this uh upcoming this uh March Madness already set the record for most upsets. So eleven upsets prior to round of sixteen, so that's insane to already break the record in that short amount of time. And obviously, everyone's big our favorite story is Oral Roberts, um, just beating all these teams. Uh, just and they lost Saturday, which sucked. Um, who did they lose to? Arkansas. Arkansas. I think Arkansas made like a buzzer beater to win the game. Yeah, that's crazy. And then Baylor really stepped out. I just like the them. the what is it? Unpredictability of it Unpredictability, all. Unpredictability, the competitiveness in college basketball. I think college sports in general, it's just it's just a it's just better than professional. I think. Yeah, but not really. Some sports though. Like football, we all know mm. it's gonna be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. And there's always those. There's always those upsets, though. That, that's what's great about college sports. Not as much. It's fo- in football, not as much, no. but there there is some. So oh, so other news about March Madness. Um, was it four Pac-12 teams in the elite, elite eight? Pac-12. 
Pac-12 schools. You're, you like you like Pac-12 schools? I obviously bash on I pa- I bash on Pac-12 schools when it comes to football. Are they basketball? Are they basketball schools now? Pac-12. Yeah, UCLA, John Wooden. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, besides... All out of nowhere, USC has become a good basketball yeah. school recently. I think it's been, like, Sweet 16 or Something nothing. like that, yeah. Oregon's been pretty decent in basketball. They're pretty good in basketball. Yeah, so SC for the win. Who else? Who's in that bracket? It's USC versus Gonzaga. That's going to be a tough night out. Gonzaga's a blue bug. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Oregon State, Houston. Houston's... Ooh. The number two seed in Oregon State's the twelve seed, so maybe that'll be a potential upset. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas versus Baylor. When did Baylor get all good all of a sudden? Last time I remember Mad. Baylor being yeah. the spotlight like that was they lost yeah. to Yale, and the guy was like, "How do you get out rebounded by Yale?" Yeah, and it was like you grab it off the rim, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you pass it to the guy. Yeah. Um, and then there's UCLA, Michigan. Michigan's always pretty good at basketball. Yeah. Jawan Howard, Pat Five. But UCLA's a blue blood in basketball, too. Yeah. They don't really get as much respect. I think they always get respect. They're kind of like to, they're like U- USC in football. Like, they're ranked every year. Whether the expectations they, are high for them, but they just never yeah, recently. Yeah. I think the most recent surge they had, where it was like, oh my god, they're going to win it, was um, Alonzo Ball. Oh, and right. then even That's that, right. they lost in like the Sweet 16, maybe the Elite 8. Yeah. But yeah. No, UCLA is nothing to sneeze at at basketball. I think it's surprising though, though, like Arkansas and Baylor though, I, and Houston. I never thought they were good at basketball. I know UCLA, Michigan, Gonzaga, especially USC too. Mm-hmm. So I like I like the 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 new uh, surge of teams that are playing good. Yeah, it's been it's been sick. I think March. Yeah, it's good to see like uh, different teams get the spotlight from different parts of the country. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love I love I love seeing some UC schools in there too. Or yeah, or like Oral Roberts. That's why I think or, this Mar- March Madness is the like the most pure form of like competition. Competition, yeah. yeah. It's not so monopolized that it's just freaking like UNC, Kentucky, Gonzaga, right. Villanova. Villanova didn't even is Vill- did Villanova, Villanova play this. Yeah, so Villanova beat uh my North Texas Moon oh, Greens. No. But then they lost to, um, you know. Oh. Who they lost to? Baylor. Oh, okay. Baylor's the best team right now, it looks like. Baylor and Gonzaga. Um, I think it's safe to say that you could continue to bet on underdogs moving forward. I yeah, think. It hasn't gone wrong yeah. since. Yeah, March. I think NCAA needs to, like, apply some form of March Madness to college football already. Like, it's been time. Like, we went through the stupid BCS ranking. Then we have the college football playoffs that people aren't too really fond of. That was a little bit more pure, though. Yeah. The BCS? Yeah. Just a little bit more pure. Because, like, there was teams like Oklahoma versus Boise State where they have that crazy hook and ladder. There's Utah playing against LSU, right? Right. Yeah, there's there's no games. When would that ever happen? And Utah wins, you know what I mean? Right. Or USC versus Texas, like, you know what I mean? That's pretty pure. Those are two parts of the country you never see play each other like that. I Especially guess. Utah, LSU, like, when would that ever happen? Yeah. I just think... Or, like, Florida State, Virginia yeah. Tech playing each other in national, like, you know what I mean? Well, I also think there's more D1 
basketball programs throughout the country than there are football programs. Oh, yeah. Everywhere is D1. Yeah, and everyone D1 that's stuff. playing in that yeah. is D1, and they could literally legitimately yeah. win the championship. Right. Still, I think I think NCAA could learn from March Madness and somehow apply it to college football, and I think it would make the sport a lot better. Um, well, that wraps up most of our topics today, so we're going to go into our new segment called Winners and Losers of the Week. So we're just gonna go ahead, choose like anything from pop culture to sports, uh, whether if they were made the highlight of the week, if they did really good, or losers. Obviously, you weren't so good. I'll go ahead and start off. Uh, for my winner of the week, I have director uh, Zack Snyder. Um, his version of Justice League finally came out, uh, which is a big dub for him. Obviously, people didn't really like the Justice League movie because, you know, he had to stop filming due to, like, a family tragedy. And another director came in, did reshoots, cut up his movie, and just put out a pre- just a crappy version of the film. And, you know, he was able to recreate his movie, and he got out, a, you know, his own version of the movie. And so people liked it, even though it was four hours long. It was flushed out. So big dubs for him. Um, I think my winner of the week is probably going to be... I'm going to go with the Clippers. The Clippers being able to get Rondo in a trade. I mean, they got rid of Lou Williams. It pains me as a Laker fan to say that, but Rondo's going to help them potentially win a championship. So that was a good move by them because they really needed that point for it. Personally, like, I'm not a Clipper fan, but I would want like Ty, uh, Kyle Lowry or someone like that. Oh, he's staying. So, so that mm-hmm. would have been a good move for them, but I think getting Rondo is a really good move for them to be yeah. competitive. Alright, and so my loser of the week is people that do college basketball brackets and gamblers. Like we stated before, a lot of upsets, a lot of broken brackets. Unpredictability of sports is always for the win. So anybody who lost big money or the big losers of the week. Yeah, heart goes out to you. Big sad for you guys. Um, I think my loser of the week is going to be probably like... House of Highlights and ESPN Instagram pages. <laughs> Why? Why are they the losers? Because LeBron and... Uh, LaMelo Ball are injured? Yeah. They can't repost the same people? They lost some good posts. You stole my loser of the week. I was going to say them. I was thinking that. But <laughs> oh, man. Poor guys. It'll, it'll, be, hey, it'll be back in like three months or so. Well, thank you again for tuning in to Garage Sports Talk. And we'll see you next time. See you.